Hey y'all, good morning. Welcome back to another episode of Empowerment 101. Forgive my voice, it's about 3.30 in the morning. Just been up kind of just speaking to God this morning and just feeling something in my spirit for a while now concerning me, concerning his people. And if I was to title this segment anything, I would call it, I ain't a killer, but don't push me. And so it's a bit comical, but it's it's the truth. It's the truth for believers. It's the truth for this hour. Um, as believers, and because we have, um, as believers, we take a different stance with things, right? I'm gonna this 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 segment is not gonna be long. I just want to encourage slash empower my some believers today, some people today, some women today, and if men are listening, some men today that walk in this walk of faith with Christ and that just have a a heart that is just for people, right? But but it's, but it's specific towards God's, God's children because we are on assignments in this hour, if you're really hearkening to the voice of God, if you're really before God, if there there is a connection, there is you are connected to God. Wherever you go, He is. He calls us His dwelling place. Anybody that is connected to God, you know the enemy don't like you. This is a spiritual battle, but the enemy will use whoever is available for you. Or, or who's available to get at you. And it doesn't matter who it is. It could be family. It could be friends. It could be coworkers. It could be whoever it is to get at you. Right? The word tells us to be ye ready. Right? When you was in the world, you was ready. When somebody was ready to step to you, you was ready. You was, you was, you was posted up. You was strapped your boots up and was like, let's go. What's up? Right? It's the same thing in the spirit. It's crazy because those, those things that, you use in a natural, you use it in a spirit, but you use it differently, right? So your response becomes different when you are connected to God, when you want change, when, you, when you've been seeking God for change. Everybody should be seeking God for change, right? Everybody should want to evolve every day in different areas of their life. And I know speaking for myself, I'm definitely one of those people. And I always joke about Keisha being my alter ego and saying, you don't want Keisha to come out. You don't want that old thing before Christ told you to come out, right? But the reality of it is, is when you really get connected to God, unless you're not in his presence, you 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 operate differently, right? You operate, and it almost comes off like when somebody comes at you or does something to you, like you're a punk, like you're soft, like you're weak. That's how it kind of comes off. But it's just your perspective is different. That you can't respond the way you used to respond. You don't even want to respond in that manner. You can't even believe that you even being provoked to respond in that manner. But it's like it goes back to be ye ready. And every time you're not going to get this right, right? You might fall. You might say something. You might entertain your flesh a little bit. But any believer that has done that has been convicted and came back and like, God, that is not pleasing to you. I'm sorry. In your quiet time, you know, you just sat before God like, oh, my God, I shouldn't have said that. I should have did that. God, I'm sorry. Right. And so 
because that's where that comes in. It's like, okay, they're taking me like they're taking my kindness for weakness. So why did they think they could do that to me, God? Why did they think they could say that to me? Why did they think they can put their hands on me? Why did they think they can handle me like that? What is stamped on me that said, handle this person like this, handle her like this, handle him like this? But you're marked with God. You have the thumbprint of God on you. And when you said yes, and when you decided that you was going to run for Jesus, when you decided that you was going to turn your life around, things change. And anything that's when you're connected to, well, if they hated Jesus, who are we, right? If they hated God, if, if his own people didn't accept him, then who are we? We are marked, but we are marked by Jesus. We are marked by the blood of of Christ, right? And so I have wrestled with this so much, right? Because I'm like, God, when God was changing me and still changing me, he started with my mouth, you know, because I would be ready to pop off. What would you say? Oh, let's go, you know, ready. So he shut my mouth for a very long time where it felt like I was being taken advantage of or like, I couldn't even believe it. I was like, oh, my God, oh, my God, I'm not responding. What is going on? I'm losing my gangster. What is happening? Right. But what it was was God was really changing me and turning me around. And then he turned it into now I'm able to really open my mouth. But it's different. And it's with a boldness from Christ. It's with a boldness so that I don't really I don't have to go back and repent when I'm finished saying what I have to say, because it's it's a boldness that is from the throne room that will shut the enemy down. Right. And so that's what he will do in, in that way. And so that title, I'm not a killer, but don't push me. It's because if you keep pushing me where I am right now, that means I'm gonna, you're going to push me harder on my knees. You're going to push me harder in prayer. You're going to push me harder in praise. And I'm going to get an enemy a black eye like that. Not the black eye in the physical but just don't touch me. Don't touch me because I ain't there yet. Okay. Please don't touch me because I'm not there yet. And, and I'm almost, I, I, you know what? I take that back. I don't know where I am. I just had this conversation with somebody yesterday saying, you don't know where you are until it happens. Right. But I, but I'm, and my prayer is that I will respond the way God wants me to, but I'm human. But one thing I know is I'm not ever com- comfortable like that. I'm not comfortable acting acting a fool for real. That doesn't make me feel good. And God doesn't give me any rest over that. You know, when I show up and I show out, trust this a conviction that's happening right after that. It's a repentance that's taking place because I I can't act like a fool and and you know, and act crazy and act stupid and things like that and God doesn't say, mm, "Daughter, that's not it. That's not how I wanted you to respond to that." I'm going to give a quick example. Saturday, we took our son. We were going to, uh, we went down Richmond somewhere and got some food. And it was some black-owned businesses. I basically, I think, felt like everything was black-owned. So I didn't know this was a corner store. So I go inside the store and I'm like, oh, I peeped in. And I was like, oh, a black corner, st- black-owned corner store. That's cool. So then I said, well, let's go, let's go in here. So the guy was rude. He wasn't reading us. He was very nasty. He's very just, uh, right. And so and he had some stuff in there that was from overseas. So I knew some things were going to be expensive for some reason, like, like stupid stuff, like Pringles that was like from Korea and stuff like that. But my son wanted these Skittles. Well, the dude was like, to my husband, the Skittles are $10. So anybody's response to that is, you'll be like, did you say $10, man? But not in a rude way. 
And he was like, you heard what I said? Just like that. So, and then he tried to clean it up real quick. But my husband was just like, okay. And, you know, his response was calm and just like he was still going to get the Skittles. And I was like, you're not getting no Skittles today. Not here. And I kind of was like the hyper one. It was like, no, put those Skittles back. We don't need to buy nothing. So 7-Eleven, $2 Skittles. How about that? Put those Skittles back. We, we gone. Let's go. My response, my tone, everything was wrong. It was off. It was off because I was like, you know, you know how he responded. It was just, it threw me off. But my son was watching me. And that's what God showed me. I'm telling you, he circled that thing right back to me, how I responded, who was watching me, everything. I had to go back and apologize to my son and tell him how dad handled that was right. Because all we, I mean, as far as buying the Skittles, no, just put them back on the table and just go somewhere else. Because you don't ever have to, you know, that part, we didn't, nobody needed to purchase from him. But I didn't need to say anything. I just needed to walk away and leave that where that was but I got convicted God convicted me for two days (laughs) I felt it and I had to go back and apologize to my son for what he saw and I had to go back and repent for what I said because I didn't need to say anything but it was just that thing in me that God is still working out in me that felt like I needed to respond in that moment because you're not gonna play with me and mine that's my mindset right and so but then God had to, God had to deal with me. So that's what I mean when I say, you know, this process, you know, and how God will teach us to war his way, how God will teach us to handle things his way. If you're really connected to God, you're not going to be comfortable with sin. You're not going to be comfortable with doing things that you know isn't pleasing to God. So when I prayed this morning and I was asking him, God, what's a scripture that I can meditate on? Um, And I want y'all to read this in the Passion Translation because it breaks it down beautifully. I just learned about the Passion Translation through another person. And so it's, you know, this scripture, but it's Luke 10, 19, and I'm going to read it. Um, and 20 and it's quick it says now you understand that I have imparted to you so this is when let me back up so seven missionaries returned to Jesus and they were just so excited it was like Jesus every demon obeyed us when we commanded them in your name right and so then it goes on to say now you understand that I have imparted to you my authority to trample over his kingdom you will trample upon every demon before you and overcome every power Satan possesses absolutely nothing will harm you as you walk in this authority but that your names are written in the journals of heaven and that you belong to God's kingdom. This is the true source of your authority. So everything we do, A, is working out for our good. Everything that happens, you know, they said the word says it's working for our good, but everything is God centered. It doesn't matter what we do. Look, even for Saturday, when I responded that way, it's centered right back to God. It's centered right back to him. And I, and he had to get the glory out of that situation. I had to repent. I had to ask God for forgiveness. I had to tell God, I'm sorry. And all of that for my response, right? Everything we do in life, we are accountable for. And it surfaces back to God. It's even a scripture 
scripture that says, do what you want, but you're going to be accountable for it, right? So you live your best life. You do your thing, but you're going to be held accountable by God. So every choice that we make from the time we wake up in the morning throughout that entire day, we have choices and decisions that we are allotted. He gives us a free will to do whatever we want to do, but you will be accountable to it in the end. And if you're truly connected, you're already uncomfortable with it before the day is out. You're already feeling uneasy. You're already crying and worshiping and asking God for forgiveness and to creating you a clean heart and to renew a right spirit. He tells us in James 4 and 7 to submit ourselves then to God, resist the devil and he will flee from you. He's our hiding place, y'all. He is our safe place, our safety net. We don't have to fight battles that is his. He's We are victorious. So some things that we are facing in life right now, some things that are occurring, in our lives right now that seem heavy that seem big that seem like it's just too much God is already on he's right he's like what you want to do he is our battle axe he's like I got you what you mean you know they don't got you I got you I got you covered I got you surrounded you are covered by the blood I don't I see what happened I see it but watch what I do I see what they did to you but guess what I got this I'm gonna deal with them I'll deal with them better than anybody can deal with them because I'm God he's a humbling God and he knows how to put you to bring you to your knees that's the God I know. When you lift it high and lift it up, he will bring you right down to your knees and remind you who he is quickly. So I just wanted to get on here at 345 in the morning. Y'all, this is how this thing has been stirring in my spirit. You ain't a tell it, tell, tell the enemy, tell the enemy. I don't care who's being used by them. You look and you say, I ain't a killer, but don't push me. Because what that means is if you push me on my knees to pray, and if you push me in warfare, baby, you, you, it's, it's some things that's going to manifest. And it's not that you want something bad to happen to them. You want the heart to change. You want things to turn around. There's a scripture and it's, um, I can't look it up because I'm on my phone, Lord, but it's, it's, it's about when you pray and I can't remember the scripture. Some of y'all can just take my words and go and Google some of it, but it's like, when you're praying for a person and you're constantly praying for people that's got their mouth on you, when you're constantly praying for people that's wronging you and hurting you and treating you bad and mishandling you and you doing, you do, you're, 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 you're lifting their name up in prayer without any malice, anything in your heart negative towards them, right? And it's a genuine prayer towards heaven. It's something that's like, it's called they reap coils or fire or something on their head. And that really just means that they are, um, I'll give an example to better to better say because I, I I wish I had the scripture before me but I don't. Um, I remember it was a lady I knew used to run me down with her mouth, right? Talk about me bad. I knew it. I knew she did. And I remember she had a need, right? I just kept praying for her, praying for her, praying for her. No matter how bad she was running me down, no matter how bad she was talking about me, I would still pray for her. And I remember one time she had a need, and I took her. You know, when I took her to the to get what she needed and everything like that and you know it was effortless she called me she said I have a need and I said okay and I took her she called me she needed prayer I said okay she was like why are you being so nice to me when she started telling on herself right and I was shocked that was God that was God I'm telling you that is not who I y'all don't even understand this is what God will do when he starts to turn your heart right it's it's it comes so I want to say this, don't ever feel ashamed, don't ever feel like you a punk, don't ever feel like you soft because you didn't say anything, because you didn't do anything in that moment at all, because that's not, 
That's the very opposite of what that was. That's what the enemy wants you to believe. Dang, I should have said something. I should have put my hands on that person. I should have did this. I should have did that. But at the end of the day, that wouldn't even have made you feel good because the person that you are now, the person who God has created you to be now, would have made you feel, it would have made you feel awful at the end of that thing. And I get it. Everybody's not there, but you are, sis. You are there. And so because you are there, you don't operate the same way. We don't operate how we used to operate in the world. We operate differently. Even if we want to, even if our flesh is telling us, do it, go ahead and do it. Forget that. Do it. Once it's said and done, you feel awful. I've done it. And I've done it within the last few months. I responded to somebody who said the evilest, worst things to me I've ever heard in my life. And all I ever was was a friend to this person. It was so shocking. And I retaliated with my words. And I felt horrible. My daughter said, Mom, that's not even you. She said, I know she had it coming, but that's not even who you are. You are about lifting people up. You love people, Mom. And she said, but when you attach yourself to people that have that type of spirit, you will begin to act like them. This is what my 19-year-old was saying to me. She said, I know you're hurt that you even said anything back, but it's been 20 years and you've taken too much from this person. And she said, when she was just speaking to me, my daughter was ministering to me and it hurt me. I was crying so hard because the way my daughter sees me, it matters. And when she said those words to me, it was beautiful. But I had to repent, even though I'm going to tell y'all right now, every word I said to that girl, when I said it, I meant it. And I was upset. I was in my feelings. But I said some stuff to her that she needed to hear. I felt like, right? And I just left it there. But I, I repented. Because it felt so good. I was like, God, why did I, why does it feel good? <laughs> you know, and I didn't, I don't know. I, it, it just, I allowed it to take me somewhere. So I just, um, me surface back to what I was saying, you know, and it was at that moment. I'm like, girl, I ain't a killer, but don't push me. But in that moment, I was ready to put my hands on her. In that moment, I said, I will be in your house at 18 minutes. This is for real. Y'all, this is a true story. A couple, a few months ago, I said, "Say, I said, you put, you send one more text message, and it take." I said, "I will be at your house in 18 minutes." I said, "Go." I said, "And you know, I ain't playing. Just keep pushing, keep trying me, because she knows me. It's been years, 20 years. So, I and I had to like gain control over myself. I had to get self control because, you no, know, I wasn't before God like I should have been in that moment. I was in my flesh. I was ready to lay hands for real, for real. So. I mean, for real, like before Christ, for real, it was it was that serious. And I had to regroup. And that conversation with my daughter resurfaced me back to God. It always centers back to God and God will use whoever just like the enemy. So God. So I wanted to just empower you this morning. We don't know what today is going to look like. I've been interceding this morning. We don't know what it's going to look like. Right. But I command that my my decree today is that it be filled with joy, peace, love, that you have a day fulfilled with with just uh, being able to encourage somebody else, being able to encourage yourself and understand who you are and who you belong to and that you're not a punk, that you're not soft, but that you are a, a, a warrior in the spirit. And it's a difference. It's a difference. We war differently. We battle this thing differently. We are not worldly anymore. We do things differently differently. 
You understand? And that's something that I have to continuously tell myself. I want to keep it real with y'all every time I get on here because I am not there. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Like every day is a process. This is an everyday battle, right? So you have to constantly keep yourself right every day. And we fall short. And when I fall short, I'm harder on myself than anybody else. So I just wanted to... um say that to you guys and the scripture again is Luke 10 19 but in the passion translation read it for yourself read the whole thing y'all have an amazing day and remember remember that um God loves you remember that you are somebody remember that you are worth it and remember that a runner don't quit or listen y'all I'm stuttering now I'm tired <laughs> a winner don't quit on themselves Keep running. Keep going. God's got you. You fell. You may have said something. You may have slipped up. You may have did something. Okay. Repent. Dust yourself off. It's a new day. Repent. Dust yourself off and keep moving. God's got you. And he's got the situation in the palm of his hands. He's ready, y'all. He's like, let's go. This is what I do. I specialize in this thing. I can turn something messy into something beautiful. So he's got this. All right, y'all. Love you. Have an amazing rest of your week and make it count.